0: You, but Halloween is one of my favourite times of year. If for no other reason it's the one time of year that you can dress incredibly scantily and with a jack-o'-lantern bucket, it's perfectly acceptable. (laughs) And with Halloween right around the corner, the radio station is all decked out in spooky, scary skeletons, grim, grinning ghosts, spiders' webs, and more. Alison and Bradley even have one of those annoying, motion-activated, witches broom rumor-like novelties. Let's drop in on Ali's show.
1: I hope everyone is staying cool on their drive home this afternoon. Hard to believe that Halloween is coming up, and there's still a heat advisory in effect. Wait, no it's not. We're in Tampa. (laughs) While we go to a song, let me know what your Halloween costume is. Are you doing one of those annoying, I mean, cute couple costume ideas? Let's hear. Give me a call at 552-SPANK-ME. Oh wait, that's my personal number for all of you uh, zaddies out there that are single. (laughs) For everyone else, the number is 55-Call-Ally. I'm just a call away.
0: Allison throws to a song, takes off her headset, and turns to Bradley in the control room.
1: So what are you doing for Halloween?
0: Bradley comes out of the studio and sits down in the chair next to Allison.
1: Well, usually
2: I'm at HHN.
1: HHN? Hello,
2: Halloween Horror Nights.
1: Oh, that's right. You realize that not everyone speaks fluent theme park.
2: It's practically a required language to go out with me. <laughs>
1: And how's that working out for you?
2: About as well as Taco Tuesday is working for your diet.
1: (laughs) Says he who is always inhaling his next slice of cheesecake after a grinder date doesn't make it into his bed. Anyway, you said usually. So are you not going to HHN on Halloween this year?
2: I actually thought I would find a Halloween party to crash. You know. Change it up a bit.
1: What? No routine? That is so unlike you. (laughs) Wait, did Mrs. H give you one of her gummies again?
2: Oh, you mean the ones she says are for purely medicinal purposes?
1: (laughs) Those are the ones.
2: No, but that does remind me.
1: Of what?
2: I have a bunch of gummy bears soaking in vodka in the break room fridge.
1: You left them in the break room? Well, I didn't know where
2: else to put it since you left that wine in the freezer that exploded.
1: In my defense... I thought alcohol didn't freeze. <laughs> anyway, you better go get them before one of those kids eats them. Kids? Yeah. It's bring your family to work day.
2: Weird. Didn't know anything about that. Everything just seems like a normal Friday around here.
1: Exactly. Because we aren't married. Or have kids.
2: <laughs> Oy, oh, you're right. Now I am definitely gonna go get those gummy bears.
1: Before you do, uh, the song's almost over. But real quick, how are you going to find a party to crash? You're not in college anymore. And at our ages, we don't just find out about parties that are happening.
2: It could happen.
1: Right. Like one of the callers on hold is going to tell us about a badass party that's gonna happen.
2: (laughs) Speaking of which, you are live in 5, 4, 3, 2...
1: You're back with Allie. Now let's go to the phones. You're on the air with Allie. How are you spending your Halloween?
3: Hey, Allie! I'm throwing a badass
1: party! Hell yeah. Tell me more about it.
3: We're having a costume contest with a $500 prize. We're having a live band, lots of food, and and plenty of heavy drinks. Yeah, I always throw a massive rager for my friends and co-workers that hit me again.
1: So you're the one who rents out that place every year.
3: Hey, look, I'm a big fan of yours, Allie. Why don't you come on down with a few of your friends?
1: I might just do that. Thanks for calling. You're on the air with Allie.
0: Cameron and Dylan don't have nearly the number of Halloween decorations that Bradley and Allison do, but Dylan does have a little ghost face figurine on his desk.
4: Dude, you should totes try some of these gummy bears I found in the fridge in the break room. So you're the office
3: lunch thief. Now I feel bad for blaming it on that Karen from accounting.
4: I didn't know you knew Karen. Huh? Yeah, there is literally a Karen in accounting. (laughs) And how do you know her? intimately. When she asked to speak to the manager, I deliver excellent servicing.
3: Oh, please, spare me the sordid details. Anyway, what do you have going on this weekend? I'm going with a friend of mine to the horse track. I don't know if that's such a good idea. You went through Gamblers Anonymous a few years ago. I don't want to see you fall off the wagon. Cameron, I'm fine.
4: It was a long time ago. She'll be doing all the betting. I'm just going to provide company and see if I can still pick out a winner.
3: Okay. I just don't want to see you get into trouble with loan sharks again.
4: Don't worry, man. I got this. Anyway, what are your plans for Halloween?
3: I don't know this year. Bradley used to drag my ass to HHN. He'd make me buy a season pass so we could go back again and again and again.
4: And and then, of course, I'd have to add on the express pass. You say that like it's a bad thing. I've been a few times, and dude, once you go express, you can never go back to being a plebeian again. (laughs) I don't even like the daytime crowds at a
3: theme park, let alone the wall-to-wall conveyor belt of people at night.
4: Yeah, I sometimes have to stop myself from saying move all the way forward, filling in all available space when I'm in queue at the supermarket. It's less hassle just to have the groceries delivered. There's always the off chance that the delivery boy might be hot. But you always seem to get the hobo from
3: Mulholland Drive. Perhaps you can try your statistical powers on my picking the right time to order groceries for delivery. So what are you planning for Halloween? I don't know. I'd like to find a party to attend. I may not put much stock in costumes, but I love the parties.
4: Nice. I'll probably just go with what I usually wear.
3: We're like, don't wear? It's not even a costume. Sure it is. Wearing a harness, assless chaps, and cowboy hat hardly constitutes a costume. It's more like what you wear regularly on a Thursday, Thursday night.
4: This is true. It is a popular outfit. Maybe we can ask Bradley and Allison what they're planning tonight.
3: Bradley's probably planning his annual Halloween night at HHN.
4: Uh, Maybe not. Maybe we could all crash a lit
3: party, yo. Bradley, crash a random party. You have a better chance of convincing Louis Black not to scream all his jokes.
4: (laughs) I do like a game of chance. How's about a friendly wager? Wanna put, say... 20 on it? 20? Make it 50. I like your confidence. You're on. By the way, what's up with Allie's voice? I know, right? So much energy. It's like she woke up and said, I'm not going to sleep on this opportunity.
5: (laughs) And that is why a virgin needed to light the black flame candle. Wow, Rob. Who would have thought brunch is such a great time to talk about witches? Of course, I totally agree. Okay, so tell me this. Who is your favorite Hollowell sister? (laughs) I never watched Charmed. I was more into Buffy. Oh. Excuse me? If you are a big Charmed fan, join us here at Brunch with the Hollowells, where I, Rob, the Charmed fanatic, and Sean, the newbie. We recap one episode each Sunday during brunch, and it is my goal to convince Sean that Charmed is an amazing show. You can find us on all podcast apps, including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, and many more. Blessed be.
0: The sensational spooky season is positively undead at Apartment 9. It looks like one of those seasonal Halloween stores that takes the place of former Toys R Us and Blockbusters.
2: I can't wait for that party.
1: Yeah, neither can I. That place always looks so lit on Halloween.
2: Should we have some kind of American pie packed at the party?
1: Like what? Our V cards are long since cashed in.
2: But when you have to wait months on end to get any, I think it resets.
1: It's not a video game console. It doesn't just reset.
2: I got to get busy finding me a date for the party.
0: Bradley takes his phone, puts it in selfie mode, and raises it high. Whilst he twists and contorts his body to find the perfect position.
1: What are you doing?
2: Taking a new selfie for grinder. Got to find a date for that Halloween party. Just can't find the right angle or lighting.
1: Try turning the lights off. That's how my ex always liked to have sex. <laughs>
2: I need the pic to say I'm classy, but easy. we Will play hard to get, but will go down at the drop of a hat. Okay with friends with benefits, but prefer a romantic relationship.
1: I don't think a whole collage of pictures could say all that.
2: I haven't had any messages in weeks. Well, there was one this other morning. And? He literally messaged me out of the blue to ask if I'm a figure skater, what happened to my body, and why I'm so fat. I didn't think I was fat. I wear a medium. Maybe I'm straight skinny, but gay fat.
1: Get guys so savage, it's like some of them get some sort of sick pleasure out of body or age-shaming others, and you're not fat. Okay, so perhaps you may have some cute love handles, but don't believe what a rando on Grinder says.
2: My brain says you're right, but...
1: But nothing. Elvira never cared what those real preservatives in Falwell thought about her, and neither should you.
2: You're right. I need to channel my inner mistress of the dark.
1: (laughs) See? Someone already wants to chat with you.
2: Oh, wow. He's really cute.
1: When you least expect it, that's when it happens.
2: He already wants to snap. I think I'll take him in my bedroom.
1: In the bedroom, in the kitchen, you take it up. Mm -hmm. I mean him. Anywhere.
3: (laughs)
0: Cameron and Dylan walk in.
3: Allie, what are you and Bradley doing for Halloween?
1: Well, I asked Bradley earlier, and he said he usually does HHN. Ha!
3: Pay up, Dylan.
1: But we got invited to that dope-ass annual private party. It hit me again by the host.
4: Ha! No, you pay up. And I no longer accept IOUs.
1: What the hell is going on?
4: Cam and I had a friendly bet of whether or not Bradley was doing his usual HHN.
3: Hell must have frozen over for him not to go to HHN on Halloween
4: night.
1: I'm as shocked as you are.
4: Is there by any chance room for two more?
1: You're in luck because we have some extra tickets.
4: Cam, want to be my date? Only if we end up going home together. I can guarantee that will happen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I guess that means Bradley is my date. Oh well, I'm used to not getting lucky after a party. Hey,
3: it could still happen. Yeah. Just don't wear that scary Medusa costume I saw you in the other day at the
4: mailbox.
1: I was wearing sweats, curlers, and a facial mask, you asshole.
4: Maybe try for something that doesn't say, I've given up.
1: That would be the costume a man would pick out for me.
4: Well, what are you thinking of going as?
1: I don't know yet. I need something sexy, but powerful at the same time. Gotta show off my two best assets.
3: And what are those? Personality and wallet. (laughs)
1: By the way, your pampering came in the mail today. It's the only coming you've experienced recently.
4: Yeah, and it's a small package.
1: (laughs) What costume ideas do you two have?
4: Oh, I'll just pick something up the night before so I can get it on sale.
1: Better be careful with that. You don't want to get left with a lame-ass clown costume.
4: Meanwhile, it does come with rings. You almost had one a few
0: months ago, but I guess now you'll have three. (laughs) At that moment, Bradley enters the living room with an obnoxious smile on his face. That kind of unmistakable smile when you're completely elated or afterglow.
3: Well, somebody's happy. What's going on?
1: I know that face. How old is he? Does he have a job? And please tell me this one has a car or at least a bus pass.
2: His name is Dustin, and he's invited me out for mini-golf.
1: Good idea. You can see how he handles a stick and balls.
4: (laughs) You should have him pick you up so we can meet him. That would
3: require this guy to have a car, which is usually not the case.
2: It just so happens that he drives a new Jeep Wrangler that his parents bought for him. But he does have a job, and he's enrolled at the community college.
4: What are you waiting for? Better book the church and reception hall right away. (laughs) Ugh. He sounds spoiled. Entitled, even, maybe. But prob's fun. Maybe he's the one.
1: Whoa, hold up. You haven't even gone out yet. Aren't you being a little premature?
2: We can't stop talking with each other, and we have a lot of the same interests. And he didn't force his nudes on me. Wow. I'm
3: impressed.
1: How is that?
3: Well, because usually that's the second message someone sends on
2: Grindr. (laughs) I didn't get a dick pic for at least an hour. That's a record. And is it nice? Oh my, yes. About as tasty looking as one of those pretzel-wrapped bratwursts.
1: Maybe I ought to get a grinder.
2: (laughs) Anyway, I gotta go. I'm gonna go downstairs and meet him in the lobby.
0: Bradley checks his face and hair in the mirror, then heads out of the apartment. Uh,
1: I hope he knows what he's doing. This is all going way too fast, even for Bradley.
3: only thing that moves faster is me when... Someone new starts at work and you check their relationship status on social media?
0: <laughs> Cameron, Dylan, and Allison are chilling in the living room with some wine and cheese, with the original Halloween playing on the TV in the background. So can... Have you given any more thought to
4: your Halloween costume for the party? Nope. Still waiting on those last-minute discounts.
1: If you wait too late, you may not even get a creepy clown costume. You'll be stuck with one of Mr. Halverson's costumes. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Like
4: the priest outfit, huh? Or, perhaps you could go as a serial killer. What the hell does a serial killer look like? They look like the rest of us.
1: (laughs) I remember the costumes my mom made me growing up.
4: Oh, my mom used to make mine, too. Same! Those costumes were legit. Kids buying costumes at a big box store don't know what they're missing.
1: My dad would usually help me come up with the idea, and then my mom would bring them to life, sewn with love in every stitch.
4: One of my
3: favorites as a kid was when my mom made me an Egyptian pharaoh costume. I should have known there was something different about me when I enjoyed the makeup a little too much for a straight boy.
0: (laughs) Allison heads over to open up the door. She looks through the peephole and rolls her eyes. Hiya, kids. Mrs. Housen
7: is dressed as a Viking.
1: Whoa! That is some costume. Planning on doing some burning and pillaging?
7: Aw, are you still mad about that little fire I started in your kitchen the other week?
4: Little, we had to evacuate the entire floor. And now there's a
3: perpetual burning aroma in here.
7: Oh, I thought that was just your ever-dwindling youth burning up. (laughs) Halloween isn't until next weekend. Why are you already dressed like Leif Erickson?
3: Discovering new buffets to inhale and bargain basement clothing outlets to shop at?
7: No, thought it'd be more fun discovering new ways to annoy you.
3: <laughs> what are your plans for Halloween, Mrs. H?
7: Well, I'm going to the same party I attend every year.
3: You gonna get turned at the Senior Community Center?
7: No, I go to a swing and wake at Hit Me Again every year, don't you know? What? How have you been going to that party for years? I know the host. I guess you could say he's the ghost host. Don't. With the most. (laughs) By the way, I saw Bradley earlier and he had a gigantic smile on his face. Did he overdo it on the Botox again?
3: (laughs) While that may not be untrue, he was probably smiling because of his date.
1: We're also going to be at the party at Hit Me Again and Bradley is working on finding a date for it.
7: Oh, my Lanta, this will be more fun than the barn raising at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, I hope you're not wearing that hideous Medusa costume I saw you in at the mailbox the other day. I
1: had just gotten out of bed. I don't just wake up looking like I do now, you know.
7: Oh, but think of how good you'd look if you actually put some effort into it.
1: (laughs) I could say the same thing about you and the effort you put into your job that a high schooler could do.
0: Bradley opens the front door and enters inside, but turns around to talk to Dustin, his date. Dustin has that cute boy next door look down pat, white button-down shirt, khaki pants, dark hair, and blue eyes.
2: Thanks for the mini-golf and dinner this evening, Dustin. It's been a while since someone treated me out.
0: I had a great
8: time, too. It's
0: been a while since I found
8: someone that could hold a conversation like you. Would you like to come in and meet my roommates? Sure, but I can only
0: stay a minute. Bradley invites Dustin inside.
8: Dustin, this is Allison,
2: Dylan, Mrs. Halverson, not a roommate, though she is here often enough, and Cameron.
8: Oh, he's the one... Yeah.
1: (laughs) Nice to meet you,
7: Dustin.
8: Same here, dude. Look, whatever he said...
7: It's probably true. (laughs) Well, I best be going. Gotta make dinner for Mr. H tonight. We're having pickled hearing.
8: I better get going, too. I'll see you tomorrow, Bradley. Sure. I'll have dinner ready about seven.
0: Bradley gives Dustin a big hug and goes in for a kiss. But Dustin turns his face ever so slightly to just Miss Bradley's lips. Then Dustin and Mrs. Halverson leave...
2: Isn't he so handsome? Such a cutie. Those eyes and that smile.
3: And he's quite a bit younger
2: than you. Well, not that it matters, but he's only five years younger than I am.
1: In what, Bradley? Leap years?
2: (laughs) I know I have no room to talk, but why don't you find someone your own age? Well, he is in the ballpark, and maybe he'll bring some new energy into my life.
1: By the way, your joint supplements and male enhancement pills came in the mail.
2: (laughs) Besides, all the guys my age are either taken or they've just gotten out of a relationship and don't want another boyfriend.
4: Well, you had a good time. And that's what really counts here. When I'm with him, I just
2: feel attractive again, you know? Like there's a dormant volcano of unbridled ecstasy just waiting to erupt inside me.
4: Somebody get an umbrella. (laughs)
2: I haven't caught the attention of someone as cute as Dustin in such a long time. I am not going to screw this one up.
1: Oh, Dylan, something came in the mail for you today, too. Since when do you research racehorses?
4: Uh, oh, um, that's just one of my fetishes. Equus a little much? (laughs) No, uh, the jockeys. (laughs) They're fit, handsome, and make perfect bottoms.
1: And on that note... I'm going to head to my room to go prep for work.
4: As titillating
2: as this sounds, I'm gonna go change and head out for a run so I can stay nice and fit for Dustin.
0: Allison and Bradley leave the room.
3: Hey Dylan, I didn't want to say anything in front of everyone, but I thought you told me I didn't have to worry about you starting to gamble again.
0: You
4: don't! I'm just helping a friend pick the good ones. I don't believe you, but even
3: if I did, don't you think that's playing a little too close to the fire? Oh, come on, dude. You know me. Yeah, that's why I'm concerned. Listen,
4: don't worry about a thing. I am fine. I went to all those meetings and I've not fallen off the wagon.
3: Well, okay, but you let me know if you feel too tempted or whatever. Deal?
4: Deal.
0: Bradley is hard at work in the kitchen, preparing dinner. The dining room table is set with a white tablecloth with a black spiderweb covering it. A black flame candle is in the middle, and Halloween-themed place settings are arranged with precision. Allison, Cameron, and Dylan are gathering their stuff to leave the apartment.
2: Now make sure you guys stay out until late, so Dustin and I can have some alone time.
4: I feel like I'm in college again. Are you going to leave a tie on the front door so we know?
1: Is he staying the night?
2: I sure hope so. I invited him to, anyway.
4: I'm, uh, gonna catch a movie, then, uh, meet up with Cameron at the club. And I'm meeting up with a friend for dinner.
1: And I'm going out shopping for my Halloween costume final touches.
2: Okay, now get going. He's almost here.
0: Allison, Cameron, and Dylan all leave. Bradley takes the next several minutes to put the finishing touches on dinner. Bradley walks over to the door and opens it.
2: Hey Dustin, I'm so glad you could make it.
0: Thanks for having me over.
2: Oh, it's my pleasure. I have dinner all ready for
8: us.
0: Dustin and Bradley sit down to dinner. So, Dustin,
2: how are things at the movie theater?
8: Not bad. I may be up for assistant assistant manager of the box office soon.
2: That's awesome.
8: I just recently started there, but the movie theater management tracks are quite accelerated. (laughs)
2: What are some of your favorite movies? Some of my favorites are Jurassic Park, Psycho, and of course, A Nightmare on Elm Street.
8: I've seen Jurassic Park, but I haven't seen the other two. Never heard of them.
2: Oh, well, we have got to watch those two.
8: Yeah, I don't really watch too much from before I was born.
2: (laughs) Well, I like some newer stuff too.
8: You should show me one of your faves that I haven't seen after dinner. Sounds good. To know things about video games? How about consumer oriented reviews, honest opinions, hot takes, and predictions? Well, you're listening to the right ad. Introducing the Lit Gaming Arena Podcast, Season 2. We bring you two episodes every week Terminal News, which focuses on all the latest gaming news you'll ever need, and the LGA Cast, where we talk about all the games we're playing and the gaming industry in general, and we do not hold back any punches. We also have the occasional wacky guest, so don't miss out. Subscribe to us today. You can find us on our website, lga.gg, and on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you use. Again, that's the Lit Gaming Arena podcast at lga.gg.
0: Cameron is leaning up against a high top table with a cocktail next to him. Shot boys and girls and go go dancers are entertaining the crowds.
4: Yo? Hey Dylan, where are you? Yeah, sorry, I'm running late. I'm just now leaving the movie.
3: Uh, what's going on in the background?
4: Oh, I'm just standing by the arcade.
0: Well, hurry up and get down here.
4: Yeah, you got it.
0: What Cameron didn't know is that Dylan was actually at the casino. Okay, just one more slot. Dylan sits at the slot machine in a bustling casino. Dice are rolling, bets are being called, sounds of jackpot wins and losing cries. It's funny, there's such a fine line between a casino and Chuck E. Cheese. Both suck your money and time, but at least at a casino, it has good food. (laughs) Come on, big money, big money.
4: Fuck! I can't believe I lost $500 tonight. I'd better go.
0: Back at the apartment, Bradley and Dustin are finishing having sex and are lying in bed next to one another.
6: Whoa,
8: that was incredible. I'm glad you liked it, but I better get going.
2: Aw, you don't want to stay the night?
8: I can't. I work tomorrow.
2: Well, so do I. (laughs) You can leave when I do. Next time. Speaking of next time... Uh, do you have any plans on Halloween?
8: Not really. Why? What's up?
2: Want to go to a big Halloween party with me?
8: Sure, that sounds dope. Where is it? It's at hit me again. Oh, isn't that that bar where the boomers go?
2: (laughs) I guess. Never thought of it that way. Lots of people like going there, but want to go?
8: Sure. I think I can make it. Great.
2: I will see you then.
0: me again is alive with the undead tonight. Ghouls, goblins, witches, vampires, werewolves, icons of the screen, and more, all here. This party has it all. Bobbing for apples, beer pong, photo booths, fire pits for s'mores, hot dog roasting, and lots lots of food with bartenders serving up top shelf liquor cocktails.
1: This party is lit!
0: Yeah,
3: it is. And there's so much eye candy. Of course, the real scary part's wondering what some of them look like without the makeup and costuming.
1: yes and imagine their disappointment when they take off your facade and learn what a royal douchebag you are sometimes.
6: Mm, burn!
1: Enjoy the party as a party. By the way, I see you uh, went with that serial killer costume idea.
4: It was either this or Peter Griffin. I don't think you could have pulled Peter off. After all, he's happily married.
3: (laughs) Just look at Bradley. Dressed like Michelle Pfeiffer's definitive Catwoman, grinding on Dustin like a desperate former twink. Young, dumb, full of...
1: Come on, let him have a good time. I haven't seen him this happy in... since, well, before he got dumped
7: by you.
3: Meanwhile, I can't help but wonder if there's something going on there. Dustin looks
4: distracted. Ugh, look at who just walked in.
7: Hiya, ghosts and ghouls.
4: Mrs. H, what are you supposed to be? You've got, like, three different themes going on.
7: Ooh, you can't tell? I'm a song. What song?
1: You look like a hobo with way too much makeup holding a bag of money.
4: I was born in the
7: wagon of a traveling
5: show. Ah, I get it. You're Gypsies, Tramps,
7: and Thieves.
1: I mean, that song is a sheer classic, but don't you think your
7: costume's in poor taste? Ah, next thing you're gonna tell me, Mel Gibson is in poor taste. (laughs) Who are you supposed to be, anyway? Romy White. Who? You know, from Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh, I don't know any Romy, but I did see Roma last year. I don't know how it won an Oscar. So much sweeping, sweeping, and more sweeping. Oh, Mrs. H,
3: the, the movie with Mira Servino and Lisa Kudrow, you know, we invented post
1: its. The mind blowingly creative fashion in that movie is brilliant, not to mention the iconic
7: dance number with Alan Cummings.
3: Accompanied by the timeless Cyndi Lauper, singing Time After Time.
7: Didn't you say that movie was Romy and Michelle's high school reunion? Where's your other half?
4: Bradley was supposed to be Michelle, but he decided to switch it up for something more perfect, as it were.
7: By the way, where is Mr. H? Oh, he's over at the buffet, probably pocketing all the shellfish. He knows precisely how long shrimp will keep before turning.
0: (laughs) I gotta take this. Dylan steps to the side. You know what's funny? When a character takes three steps away from a group, but somehow the group can't possibly hear what's being said, that's pretty much what's going on here. (laughs) I'll have the
4: money. I got it to you the last time, didn't I? Yeah, I know.
0: I'm rather attached to my knees. Dylan strolls back over to the group, trying not to draw any attention to himself. Funny thing is, when you intentionally try to avoid attention, the exact opposite usually happens. What was that all about? Oh, nothing.
1: Come on, Mrs. H. Let's go out and show this group that this is a woman's world. Ooh, you sure
7: know how to turn back time. (laughs)
0: As soon as they hit the dance floor, Mrs. Halverson lets her freak fly, and Halverson loosens up, with the help of a couple of shots of liquid encouragement, courtesy of Mrs. H. Say, Cam, can I borrow
4: some money until payday? What for? It's for the go-go dancers and drag queens. I I left my debit card at home.
3: How much do you need?
4: $400. What? Yeah, inflation. (laughs) Actually, uh,
0: it's for a parking ticket.
3: (sighs) Okay here.
0: Cameron hands Dylan his card.
3: Take whatever you need. I trust you'll pay me back.
0: Dylan takes Cameron's card and walks away. He pauses for a moment, looks down at the card, then turns around and walks back to Cameron.
4: Cam, I gotta be honest with you. I don't need the money for a parking ticket.
3: I know. What? I found dozens of receipts from the casino and horse track in your pants when I was doing laundry the other day. I was just waiting on you to say something.
4: You weren't worried I was going to take your money?
3: I was hoping you'd have trouble taking advantage of one of your closest friends. And it's a prepaid Visa card that's all out of money anyway.
0: (laughs) I need help, Cam. Will you go with me to GA? Absolutely, dude. I'd be happy to. Meanwhile, across the room, Dustin and Bradley make their way to a high top table.
2: I'm having such a great time.
0: Bradley, I... I'm so
2: glad you were able to come, and I've had such a fantastic time getting to know you.
8: I'm not looking for a daddy. Huh? What? When I messaged you, I didn't know you were in your 30s. You look so much younger.
2: Thanks. I get that a lot. But what I don't understand is that you think I'm cute, and we get along well enough, so it's simply the age difference?
8: As shallow as it sounds... Yes.
2: Duh. Shallower than Kim Kardashian's marriage to Kanye.
8: (laughs) We can still be friends. With benefits, though, right? Your only
2: benefit is that we're in a public place, so I can't take my whip and strangle you.
0: (laughs) Dustin takes off, and Bradley stands there, about to cry. At that moment, Allison and Mrs. Halverson come over to Bradley.
7: Oh, Jiminy Crickets, what in the H-E-double hockey sticks is going on here?
0: (sighs) I'm an old fool.
2: Not just a fool, but an old fool.
7: This wouldn't have anything to do with Dustin's sudden disappearance, would it? Oh, no. Must have to do with the fact that Santa Clarita Diet was canceled after three seasons. (laughs) What show?
2: Exactly. Dustin told me he wasn't looking for a daddy. I didn't even know I had become one. For the first time in my life, I feel over 24.
7: Honey, that's because you're over 34. (laughs) Oh, you mean we're done supporting his vain, narcissistic delusion that he's still in his 20s? (laughs) Ugh,
2: why does age seem to be so important in the gay community?
7: Like, why does
2: some chronological number dictate someone's worth of being dated or loved?
1: You're experiencing what every straight woman has been experiencing for centuries. We like to pretend that there isn't, but there's still a stigma.
7: Well, I know a great plastic surgeon back in the old country that can have that removed. (laughs) Come on.
1: Let's go home. I'll make
7: you a strong drink. And me and Mr. Halverson will bring over a bunch of Halloween candy and shrimp.
0: Allison Bradley and Mrs. Halverson walk over to where Dylan and Cameron are standing.
7: Hey, guys.
1: Let's blow the cesspool before we find ourselves playing STI roulette.
4: (laughs) No more gambling for me.
7: Huh?
4: I'll explain later.
7: Okay, you kids have fun. I gotta find Mr. H before he gets picked up by a hussy dressed as a French maid.
2: Next year... I am going back to HHN for Halloween.
0: Cameron and Dylan have gone to bed, and Bradley is sitting in the kitchen, sipping on a brandy when Allison walks by.
1: You alright? Still upset about the whole thing?
2: No, I'm upset that Ted Levine didn't get the Oscar recognition he deserved for Buffalo Bill and Silence of the Lambs.
1: (laughs) What's bothering you now?
2: I'm too old to be young, and I'm too young to be old. I feel like I'm caught in this awkward place where I don't seem to fit exactly. I just want to crawl in a hole and die.
1: Listen, you've got a job, a little spending money, a nice place to live, and friends that love you. And that's a hell of a lot more than some people have. So stop sitting around here and feeling sorry for yourself.
2: Wow. Direct much? Way to comfort the downtrodden.
1: (laughs) You are so melodramatic sometimes. Oftentimes. You're not old. And you're still cute, not to mention an ass that could crack a walnut. (laughs) You're going to find that special guy. Yeah, it sucks. Dating at our age is a hell of a lot tougher than it was when we were younger. But you can't just allow these obstacles to keep you from finding your man.
2: (sighs) You're right. Damn, you're right.
0: Voicing our regular cast, Max Ice as Bradley, Jeff Beitner as Cameron, Cassandra Dodge as Allison, Chase Grant as Dylan, Shannon Hall as Mrs. Halverson, and me, Ian Shaw as your narrator. Guest starring today, Justin Matteo Lee as Dustin. Our theme song was written and recorded by Lana White and produced by Dave Anderson. Additional background music by Audio Jungle, John Carpenter and Cher. This episode was written and directed by R.L. Terry and edited by Jason Laverne. Forza Crowd was created by R.L. Terry and is produced by Danielle Mascow. Be sure to like, subscribe and follow us on social media at Forza Crowd Pod. Follow Mrs. Halverson on Instagram at Mrs. Halverson OnlyFans. Happy Halloween from everyone at apartment 9. See you next time.